Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello and welcome back to another Soul Life Conversation. Today we're going to chat around multimodal healing. And what I mean by that is there are many different healing modalities out there that we can tap into to transform and transcend our lives. And we can do that from many aspects. And one of them is the healing aspect, not just the others, probably the spiritual and the physical, um, but coming into healing what's going on into our, in our bodies. And I, my personal experience, um, and what I'm sharing to you today is my personal experience is, and these may not be your findings, right? So this, this is my story, not necessarily your story, but I was brought up, I think, and not because of anything. I don't, yeah, I think it was all positive. Um, but brought up believing that the, the GP, our general practitioner, you know, the medical doctor was the person that you went to see whenever anything went wrong. Um, and anything else outside of that was just, um, was nice to have effectively. But what I've been learning and what I have learned over my time is that we have this opportunity to lead in our own health and that can be challenging. Um, I know I've certainly had to anchor into that space um, and even particularly this year with Project 22 is not sitting back and waiting for the practitioner to tell me what to do, actually going, hey, um, I'm feeling like I'm rattling with too many supplements at the moment. Can we shift things and what would that look like? And when they've heard me and when we've been able to create that space, it's been transformative for me. So actually being able to lead in my own health has been really supportive. And that was one of the messages that came through while I was on my postnatal depression journey was the fact that I needed to use my voice. I need to find my voice and I needed to speak up for myself. And so when we do that, we then give the other person, the practitioner, the specialist, whoever is in the room with us, the opportunity to collaborate with us. Now, it doesn't always happen. So don't be surprised. I've had um, some challenges along my journey. But if I found that if somebody wasn't listening to me and particularly there was an issue around my mastitis when uh, the doctors, I said to him, I feel that the issue is on the inside, not on the outside. This is with a specialist who was um, about to perform surgery on me in a couple of weeks' time and he said, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And then post-surgery, like, so come back to that, like how am I supposed to trust that person? But I also knew that I had a problem that I needed to get fixed and he was a specialist and did this thing on the regular. So trusting in that I was in the right space, even though we'd had this altercation effectively, not that I did anything, I just went, oh yeah, that's, you know, my brain went, oh yeah, that's interesting. And then um, after the surgery, I'm in recovery and he comes out and says, oh, so um, you were right. And as I've said before, he never apologised for that. But and I didn't need an apology, but I, it was that validation for me at the time to remember that I know my body better than anybody else. So for you and for us, it's around being our own advocate and coming into this space no matter where we are and saying, this is what I need, this is why I feel like I need it, staying open to what they have to say and then collaborating for that from that space. 
And I find that coming into that general practitioner kind of space, they are general. They, they do amazing work too. And, and I still utilize mine, um, and use them for certain things that I know that they're really good at, um, and specialize in effectively from a general practitioner's perspective. Um, so for me, I look, look at it as from a multimodal perspective, you've got this like 2D layer. So I can continue going to the GP and getting similar results, right? Not much has changed. Not much will be changing if I'm doing the same thing over and over. But if I can add in these 3D layers, so bringing it out, bringing it like a cube, right? Rather than a square on a, like a drawn on a piece of paper in the 2D, I get to bring it out and expand it into this cube. What are the other things or other people that I want to bring in that will really support me or may support me because I'm just open to experimenting and seeing what happens. What could that actually create? And particularly like if I look over the last eight years, it's been like a hub of different people that have come in and I was very resistant to external help for a very long time. And it's probably been in the last it's probably been this year, actually, the Project 22 that I've really just gone, do you know what? Yep, I'm going to try you. Yep, I'm going to try you. And, you know, I started with a naturopath. I then had, I was working with a lady who does Reiki and that was okay, but I was starting to feel this little rub inside of me that it perhaps wasn't the right fit and it naturally naturally fell off. Um, so I'd no longer see her, but then that led me, well, I got a gift voucher for Christmas from my amazing clients and that led me to finding Jackie who is an I would say an energetic healer and she does massage and she does cards with me and we talk about like she clears things for me um she does lots of burping which may seem hilarious but when she clears it burps through her like the clearing of whatever I'm clearing burps um out of her body so it can be a little bit not noisy because it's sort of under the breath but it's quite funny when I know that I'm clear, like you can see her hit certain parts of my body and know that she's clearing things. And that's been really transformative for me. I've also brought in um, a nutritionist um, and I'm working with a Reiki specialist, uh, not Reiki, sorry, a kinesiologist um, who came in through someone else. I've done emotional release. So there's been all these pieces of the puzzle that have come in um, and they're the external pieces right so they're the p- practitioners that I've brought into my life to go okay can you help me with creating more energy in my life and what does that look like and now we're moving into an inflammation phase what does that look like can we start to reduce some of that inflammation that's going on in my body and because inflammation can cause dis-ease within the body and I know that that's true for me because of the challenges that I have within my lungs So having those people there, having them in my back pocket is great, but I still have to manage them, right? So it's not just, I'll just turn up and do what they say when I, when they, when they tell me to do what, whatever they've told me to do. And that's what I, you know, explained earlier around the supplements. So, you know, just noticing that I was just feeling a bit overwhelmed by the supplements and noticing that my symptoms have now reduced in certain areas so I could actually change those up and it wasn't until I had a conversation with um, my naturopath and she was just like yeah so why don't you not have the herbal liquids um, every day just have them a week prior to your period and then the week of your period and then stop and then that be enough and maybe sometimes like this week I took the herbal supplements for about five days last week. And then I was like, you know what? I just don't feel like I need them. And then 
my period came and I went, okay, let's take them now um, and that will help me. And that's been really transformative. So just listening to my body and diving into what's true for me rather than really focusing on you know, turning up and being a good student effectively of the practitioner, whether it be with a naturopath or even the kinesiologist. And then coming back to managing those appointments, because you could be in in an office with somebody every single week if you wanted to be, but I also want to live life. I also want to experiment with things. And so I had an appointment with my nat uh, the nutritionist this week, and I haven't seen her for about six weeks. And I've really evolved through that six weeks, um, falling off the wagon a little bit, having some struggles. And then this week, I feel like I've really come into my own. And so when we had that appointment, I was just like, do you know what? I don't really need to see you for another two months. Um, so let's book that in for then. And then I'll do a check-in and see how I'm going. Um, and then in the three-month mark, I'll have got some more blood. So I'll, I'll have another you know, view of who I, who I am, not necessarily, but where I'm at, um, and potentially who I am at that point. So being open to that exploration, but also leading in your own health is really important too. So we can't just set and forget. It's that evolution and it's that showing up for ourselves that we want to do consciously on a daily basis if we can, in the moment if we can, or like with me, with the um, nutritionist, setting that appointment for two months' time and going, okay, that's my benchmark. What am I going to create during this time, you know, and moving forward? And the same with the kinesiologist. We started out with fortnightly appointments and that served me for a period of time. And then I went, do you know what? I feel like the next one should be three weeks and then the next one after that became four weeks. And I'm like, okay. And as I get to know myself better um, and to do this deeper sort of healing work, then I'm able to tap into myself on a regular basis rather than having to dive into those practitioners on a regular basis. So it's kind of this win-win situation where I'm growing and um, effectively taking, it's almost like one hand is taking over the other, but I'm just becoming more me and trusting in myself a little bit more. And then knowing that I can tap back into those resources, into those practitioners if I need to. And this is all about our healing and growing work that we want to do on ourselves, especially as we're going on our soul journey, like taking the time to really get to know ourselves. And as a client said yesterday, when we know ourselves, we are limitless. Like we really have no limitations and that's a really beautiful thing. So getting to know ourselves is not scary, not as scary as our brain would tell us anyway. And then we need to be open. Okay. So let's look at it as what I was doing 12 months ago, how I was eating. Let's use that as an example is very different to how I eat. Not, not very different, but very, there is some stark differences to what I'm doing now. So realizing that what works today doesn't necessarily work tomorrow, but through the work of getting to know yourself better, you have the tools you have the opportunities that you can come in and change things and mix them up and go, do you know what? Let's try this experiment with this thing over here. And if it works, great, I'll keep doing it. But if it doesn't, what does that shift need to look like for me? What can I create? And knowing again, that whole, let's use the practitioner as an example, I'm still utilizing them, but I'm extending the time out between sessions so that I'm expanding and growing in there. Whereas with food, um, recently 
chocolate brownies have been a thing for me. But then I went, do you know what? What's happening in this space is I'm not leading. I'm sitting back. I'm worrying about that there's a problem here, but maybe there's no problem here. Maybe I want to enjoy the brownie. And I gave myself permission to enjoy that and have it every day for about three weeks, just about. Um, And then I got to a point of like, do you know what? This actually isn't serving me. So why am I choosing to do something that isn't serving me? Happy to have it on the occasions. No problem. It's not going to cut it out or anything like that. But let's have a break. Let's start to lead. Let's start to show up in a way that's really authentic and real for me rather than sort of talking my talk, but not walking my talk. Not that I do that you know, generally speaking, like I generally walk my walk, um, or walk my talk, however we want to say it, but, you know, knowing that I'm human too. So there are going to be those sort of sorts of niggles and challenges, and it's okay to have some time out and do those things, but just come back into what's true for you and really unpack those, just those stories or just let them go, which is effectively what I chose to do. So when we can be the leader We can ask for what we want and we get to really anchor into what's actually true for us and we tap into that intuition and we start utilising our intuition because when we come from our headspace, we're we're often pushing, right? So that doesn't necessarily feel good, but we can allow a couple of things, life to happen for us, like I talked about that Reiki lady that I was seeing and that just sort of dropped off and I was okay with that and I could see that this wasn't serving me at this time, but then that brought in my beautiful Jackie, who is doing amazing things with me. And that just opened that door for her to come in. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm so grateful for so many things in that space. One, for my clients, two, for this opportunity to work with this incredible soul and to see how she's growing and evolving too, because that inspires me as well. And that's the opportunity that we have. So, the purpose of this episode was just to inspire you to think about health on a a different scale. So thinking about going to the GP, and as I said, I do utilize my GP. He's great. um, And we'll continue to go back into that space for the things that he's good at, right? The things that I know that I can get from him, but tapping into those other areas that are out there and those people that are there that can really help you heal and take you on a like continue you on your healing journey and knowing that we do it from an intuitive place. I don't pick these people just because I think it would be a good thing to do. I kind of go, okay, what does my body need? And the nutrition, the naturopath, sorry, came through um, as an outcome of the journaling I did to get into or to create Project 2020 project 22 and that's over on my website so you can go over there and you can get those journaling prompts and you can create that for yourself for somebody else it might be a naturopath or it might be a dietitian or it might have been going to a gym so there might have been some different things because I chose the health space and that was what was important to me and at some point I knew that um I wasn't so worried about the food. I knew the food had to change and that came out of um, the, the stool test and the hair test that I had done. But then I needed to change up my breakfast and that's where the nutritionist came in and, and helped me in that space. But I knew at some point that spiritual aspect was going to have to come in as well and that we had to do a multi-layered approach to healing. And one of the things that I'm really enjoying at the moment, and we haven't talked about that on this on this episode, but there are so many tools that we can use for free, right? So journaling, breath work, 
Um, just breathing, by the way. You don't have to go and see somebody to do that. But there are amazing practitioners out there and I've interviewed them on this podcast too. So check them out if you would like to do facilitated breathwork sessions. Um, meditation and I've been playing my singing bowl lately. So that's been just really beautiful and elevating my vibration. And I talked about that in the energetics episode. So you can head back to that one. But also getting out into nature. She's really beautiful. She's going to look after you and she can help us heal. So finding that multimodal approach that works for you and trusting in your intuition, knowing that it's not going to be perfect every day. And what you need today is not necessarily what you'll need tomorrow, but just being open to experimenting with it and having a play. It's going to be transformative and your life is going to blow, I'm going to say blow up in the most beautiful way. It's going to expand and you're going to have so much more energy and be more vibrant for the people around you, but also for yourself, which is really lovely. So thank you for your time today. It's been a great, it's been great to be with you. If this episode has resonated with you, please share it with someone that you love and that you know that it will resonate with so that we can expand this podcast out into the world. Also, if you would love to work with me, please head over to my website and let's um, let's just have a conversation. So you can do a free 50-minute chat with me there, talk about what you want to create in your life and, and let's grow in that space. And please rate the podcast. It would be fantastic if you could do that on Apple because then that helps you know other people know about the podcast as well. All right, I think that's enough for now. Oh, hang on, (laughs) head over to my.soul.life.podcast on Instagram. You can hit me up in the DMs, but you can come over there so that you can get the latest episodes of the podcast when they're released. And you can leave a comment over on my website, susanscolan.com as well. Find the show notes for this episode. And yeah, tell us what you think. Tell us what you took away. What are you going to implement in your own life? Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode.